The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 referred to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors, LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We are in the money, the skies are sunny, and old man recession, you are still upon us. So <laughs> I wish I could say you are done, you have you have done us wrong, but you have definitely done us wrong, that's for sure. Anyway, we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market. We talk about uh, social security. We talk about estate planning, income taxes, 401ks, you name it. We talk about it and we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about that. And this week's going to be no exception. We have a ton of boring financial stuff to talk about about. Uh, but before we do that, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Moray, the host of Money Matters with Ken Moray. Thank you, Jack. And I am founder of Retirement Planners of America, and we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And we now work with over 9,000 beautiful, wonderful families in 48 states. And uh, we have over $4 billion under care that we uh, uh, help our, that we manage for our clients. And we're very grateful for that. And recently, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 financial advisors and again, without our beloved and most valued clients, we would be nowhere. So you clients, we love you. We thank you. And if you're not a client, we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. Our website is rpoa.com and you can find all kinds of stuff on our website. All right, let's talk about what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of uh, retirement planning. So first of all, I was interviewed last week uh, by the Wall Street Journal, and they were asking me, you know, where do you think that the stock market, the S&P 500 index, will be next year? And uh, so, you know, as you guys may know, I do a fearless forecast every year. And at the beginning of this year, I said that the Dow would be at 31,000. Who knew that we might still get there after the pandemic and everything else that's been going on this year? You talk about a roundabout way of getting there, but be that as it may, um, I'm going to preface the first segment, and I'm going to call it an economy on steroids. 
okay, to kind of give you an inkling as to what my answer to the reporter was. To infinity and beyond. You got that right, Buzz. (laughs) Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Now, also, uh, you know, with the pandemic and all the bad news and it's just, you know, all of this stuff, I thought we would take a moment on this show and, uh, you know, we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have. And so I want to actually devote a segment to how to have a great day. Just how to have a great day. Let's just do that one this week. We'll talk about all kinds of other stuff on the show, but let's do that this week. Also, since we are coming to the end of the Medicare enrollment period, uh, it is important that uh, those of you who are in that uh, age bracket, that you get things done. And so I'm going to talk with you about five things you need to do before the enrollment period ends. Okay, so that's coming up in about uh, in just a few days is the end of that. So we'll talk about that. Now, also this week, I want to talk with you about the foundational philosophy of how we manage money for our clients. And that is that while gro- we believe that growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. And we've talked about this on previous shows, but it's also contrary in, in many ways to the, the prevailing view of things, which is that you buy and hold. You, you build a portfolio of good investments and you, you rebalance them periodically and you never sell anything and you just ride it all out. Well, that's buy, hold number three in, in my book, Buy, Hold, and Sell. Uh, and we believe that that is not true. So I'm going to uh, share with you a contrary opinion to don't be the fool who sells at the bottom, which is the reason why you should never sell. You should stay in forever and endure all the pain that comes with it. So we'll have that for you. And you know what, Jack? Most shows would stop right there. Most shows would say, you know what? If we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. Somebody stop me. No, don't you dare stop me because on this show, do we only go where we're expected to? Of course we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. Now, this week, and this was prompted by uh, talking with a a prospective client about uh, a a child of theirs that uh, actually was in a car accident. And uh, they had a big financial settlement from that, and they wanted to create a trust to put that money in and, and not have them lose on their abilities with Social Security, et cetera, et cetera. And that's called a special needs trust. So if you have a loved one that cannot take care of themselves for physical or mental reasons and you want to leave them an inheritance, we're going to talk about the special needs trust and how that works because it might be something for you. So we have a show full of stuff to talk about. We're going to dive right into it. But I want to, you know, again, in the vein of having more fun, despite everything else, I'm going to play a little game with you here, ladies and gentlemen, and you too, Jack. You tell me what this is. I'm going to play it for you. Okay, just listen to this and tell me what you think it is. What do you think that is? It's either my one-year-old <laughs> granddaughter or your, a cat. Your one-year-old granddaughter or a cat. Actually, that is our cat, Tom, at 3 o'clock in the freaking morning. I don't know what's come over him. He's 13 years old, and all of a sudden, he starts doing this howling stuff, and he has to do it at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's like he sets his, uh, his alarm for that, and at 3 o'clock in the morning, that's what I hear. And at first, I thought it was something. I, I, don't, I didn't even know what it was. Somebody was being murdered out in the hallway or something. <laughs> 
So, so I don't know what to do with a 13-year-old cat. Anyway, let's talk about an economy on steroids and where, what's going on right now. So it appears that, uh, and as you guys know, we've been talking about this for many weeks now, that the health of the economy is at this point right now entirely, in our view, dependent upon a stimulus package not the vaccine. Because even if we get a vaccine, that's not going to make people start hiring necessarily. Businesses that have gone out of business are not suddenly going to come back into business because of a vaccine. What keeps the economy going is the, the consumer's ability to spend. The vaccine is going to help because now there'll be more people spending, but it takes the consumer having the ability to spend. And we have tens of millions of people right now who have lost their jobs. We have 700,000 people that filed for unemployment. 700,000. And that's a, that was actually a good number. <laughs> the market liked that one. And so, and so if we get a package and we get a vaccine on top of that. You know, I was talking to a, a gentleman the other day, and he was saying, you know, we canceled the trip we were going to take this year that we we're going to go on a cruise. And he said, the moment we have that vaccine and the moment we get going, I'm going to take two. I'm going to double up. I'm going to, you know. So, but again, without the ability to spend, it doesn't matter. The vaccine is important. Don't get me wrong, but it's the ability to spend. So if we get both of those, uh, I think we could blow through my fearless forecast of 31,000 for this year. And I actually think Think we could see 35,000 next year. So we are in an upward trajectory in my view, but at the same time, we always have to understand that risk is very high right now. You know, counting on politicians to save the day is a, is a really dangerous uh, uh, activity. And also, you know, we don't know how much structural damage this uh, pandemic has caused. How much underlying damage is there that even with a stimulus and even with a vaccine that there are businesses that will never come back. There are places that, w that have changed that will not be the same. So it's, it's going to be a very interesting transitional period. And my view is that we are, we are on the dawn of a new entrepreneurial age. I think that the pandemic has created opportunities for all kinds of new and different businesses that we don't even know exist right now. So during these transitional periods like this, what happens is you have certain industries that die, brick and mortar, that kind of thing. They start to die away. And then you start to see these new ones coming along that replace it, new technologies, new entrepreneurs, new exciting ways of doing business. And the combination of that in that transitionary period can, can get pretty dicey. And I think we're going to go through that next year. But be that as it may, I still think that the stock market, the S&P, the Dow, I think will do quite well next year. And I don't see anything right now that can harm that, except for if the politicians can't get their act together, which is certainly a possibility, or something we don't know happens that uh, we couldn't have projected. So because of that, you know, we have what we do is we believe that you should be diversified. And uh, we have, a, we have a, 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 a investment principle that says you should only take as much risk as is necessary to accomplish your financial goals. And so what we do with that, if you're a prospective client, and in fact, I'm going to invite you to come in and visit with one of our retirement planners. If you're uh, within five years of retirement, if, you're, if you can see the finish line, or if you're already past the finish line and you've started your second childhood without parental supervision, which is what we call your retirement, if you're within five years of retirement or five years into uh, that first five years, so that decade, then we'd love to visit with you. And one of the things that we look at is to determine how much risk is appropriate for you. 
Okay, everybody's different. You have different sources of income, different tax brackets, your personal situation, the amount of money you have, your cost of living, all those kind of things factor in to how much risk you need to take with your investments. And then also we believe you should have an umbrella over the whole thing, which means yes, we wanna grow our money, but we wanna protect our principal at the same time. So you know, managing those two together, as well as only taking as much risk as is necessary, that is what we would like to offer you. So if, if you are over 50, as I said, and you're within five years of retirement or in that first five years of retirement, we'd love to sit down with you and build a plan for you. We'll take into account social security. We'll take into account income taxes. We'll take into account how your, your 401k, what to do with that. How do you get income when you're retired? How do you have your money last as long as you do? We want that for you. And then most importantly, how do you have peace of mind? And we want that for you as well. So if you go to rpoa.com, that's our website, retirementplannersofamerica.com, uh, and click on meet with an advisor, we'll be glad to sit down with you and, and work it through, no charge or obligation. And regardless of what happens, we will part friends. Okay, so rpoa.com is our website. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to have a great day, Medicare, and tons more. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Why, thank you, Jack, and I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America, and we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, so we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. So if that is you, if you're within five years of retirement or you're within five years after retirement, that 10 years, we would love to help you and see if we can make your life wonderful. And uh, we have two goals for you. One is we want your money to last as long as you do. And secondly, we want you to have peace of mind. If you wrap that all together, it means we want you to enjoy your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play, have fun, whatever that means to you. We want to help facilitate it. And uh, that's what we're all about. So our website is rpoa.com. And uh, recently, Financial Times, actually uh, three times now, has named us one of the top 300 financial advisors. And uh, that's a very flattering thing. We are honored. We are very grateful for that. But without our beloved and most valued clients, we would be nowhere. And we know that. And uh, we currently serve over 9,000 beautiful, wonderful families. And we manage over $4 billion of, uh, of, of their money for them. And uh, again, without, without them, we would be nowhere. So thank you, clients. And if you're not a client, we'd love to talk to you and see if there's a fit. RPOA.com is our website. And, uh, you know, with all the stuff that's been going on with the pandemic, you know, I heard a comedian who had a really good line you know he said when we went to that daylight savings time he goes really really we need another hour of this year <laughs> why don't we just skip daylight savings time for one, this just one time we don't need another hour of this year but anyway despite all the stuff that's going on and everything else i think it's important to find a way to have a great day i love getting up in the morning i clap my hands and say this is going to be a great day Oh, nicely done, Jack. <laughs> he was like, I've got a drop for that. He was all excited. That's great. Good job. So let's talk about, uh, this, is, this comes from a book by Chris Widener, uh, W-Y-D-N-E-R, Widener, Widener. Anyway, uh, and it's called The One Minute Motivation. One Minute Motivation. Okay, so number one, he's got, uh, let's see, he's got three, four things, I think, here. So the first one is focus on today only. 
okay? He said, short-term tasks multiplied by time equal your accomplishments. So focus on what you need to get done today. And then if you have a list, you know, it's a, it's a whole to-do list and get those things done, okay? That's the first thing. Number two is focus on tasks that you need to do. Well, I guess that's why I thought we had more than that. That was the same one. Focus on tasks you need to do today and don't worry about your long-term goals right now. So there's a place for creating your long-term goals and that may be a task you devote a day to or something. But in a specific day that you're not doing that, focus on getting the tasks of that day done. At the end of the day, if you completed all your tasks, you'll feel really good, all right? Number two, embrace your power to choose. Begin by making good choices. Each day is a result of your choices. You know, with my daughters, I always told them, your life is gonna be the sum total of all the decisions that you've made. So be careful the decisions that you make, <laughs> you know? So you, you have the power to choose. No one tells you how to perceive something. You know, for example, let's say before the pandemic or maybe even after you're driving in your car and you hit a red light, okay? It's just a red light. Now you can choose to get all angry because that darn red light's gonna make you late or whatever, or you can say, you know what, that red light's a good opportunity for me to think about something or do something or you know, just take a two minute break or whatever. You choose how to perceive that red light. It didn't do anything to you. It, <laughs> that red light is neutral, okay? So make sure that your attitude is right because bad things happen every single day. But have you ever noticed there are some people that don't seem to notice bad things? You know, they only seem to notice the good things. And, uh, you know, the Ritz-Carlton, they're famously, uh, they're known for uh, what they tell all their employees, which is antenna up and radar on. And antenna up and radar on, what that means to me in my daily life is I have my antenna up and my radar on to see good things. You know, I want to find as many good things as I can. And there are lots of them. And if you focus on that, you'll find a lot of them. You know, again, using the red light thing, if, if you're in a rush, what happens? You see every red light that there is that you didn't even know was there before, but those, there's not more of them. So if you focus on the green lights, you'll suddenly say, man, there's a lot of green lights. Now, there's also, you know, when, when uh, Faye, my wife and I, when, when our daughter was, uh, our firstborn was, was little, we, we uh, went through this class on parenting. It was called Step Parenting. I don't remember what the acronym stands for. But basically what they said was, with your child, spend your time find, uh, catching them in the act of doing good things. Most parents do it the other way around. They catch the child in the act of doing bad things and they punish them for that. Their, their uh, philosophy is don't do that. Ignore, the unless they you know, do something really bad, but if they're misbehaving or something, ignore that, catch them in the act of doing something good, and when they do that, reward them for that, and you'll get more of that, okay? So the other thing is you can't control what other people do. You have no control over other people's emotions. There is no point, in my view, in even trying to help somebody you know, from that standpoint. They're in control of that. I think the best thing you can do is give them a role model and show them that you can choose to see good things in life. And if that happens and they see you doing that, I think you can bleed off of them. But I don't think somebody who sees everything negatively and badly that you're going to convince them otherwise. You just have to show them. You can't, you can't convince them. The other thing is, and most importantly, is you control your attitude. You can see things. You have that choice. So today, what I'm going to encourage you to do for the rest of this day 
is find all the positive things for the rest of this day. And anything negative, erase it immediately. Just antenna up, radar on. And if you do that, you will go to sleep tonight and you will have had a great day. Okay, so that's my uh, little bit for today during the pandemic to give some, some cheer uh, in the middle of all of this. Now, let's get back to uh, doing some business with you. If you're over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, then uh, you know we're affirmed that uh, that's what we do. We help people to build their retirement plans, either because they want to retire or because they're there already. And if you're in that mode, then we'd love to visit with you and help you. Um, we believe there are three terrible enemies that you need to address to make sure that uh, your retirement is successful. The first one is inflation. And right now that appears to be very benign, but don't count on it being that way forever. Secondly is income taxes and having a game plan around that is important and then in our view. And then thirdly is bear markets. And a bear market is, for example, Y2K when the S&P went down 49 percent and 2008 where it went down 57 percent. So those kinds of things can derail your, bear mar your uh, retirement in my view. It can cause you not to be able to retire. It could cause you to have to change the way you uh, live, all those kind of things. So building a, a retirement plan in my view, has to incorporate all three of those things, and we do that. And we'd love to help you to do that. And if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com, you'll find all kinds of resources on there that can help you to do that, okay? So if you're over 50, we'd love to help you. And uh, go to our website and see if there's something there for you, rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about open enrollment with Medicare, five things you need to do. And also, we're going to talk about uh, our buy-hold myth as well. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe and of course I am your host Ken Morafe. Thank you Jack and you know what ladies and gentlemen on this show we like our bonds shaken and not stirred and you know all the other shows they stir their bonds. If Sean Connery knew this he did pass away it's true so I guess yeah it's a sad thing isn't it? I really like that man. He seemed like a really a gentle soul, even though he killed everybody when he was Bond. <laughs> but anyway, we are back. I am Ken Moray, the host, and I am uh, founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work with people who are within five years of retirement or in their first five years of retirement. Uh, so if you're in that decade, we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. Uh, and, uh, you know, recently, the Better Business Business Bureau gave us the Torch Award for Ethics, and uh, that is an and we got it in the large company category, which was very flattering. And you know, for me, that has always been the number one thing I, in my entire life. Everything that I've done has always been, and I don't. I guess I got it from my mom, but it's all about ethics for me. It's honesty beyond reproach. And you know what they say is that uh, your integrity is shown by what you do when nobody's looking. And I think that ethics is, is basically that. It's, it's, it's what you do when nobody's looking. And it's just having that right place in your mind. And uh, we try to, that, that is uh, our, our values in our firm. We have uh, one of our core values is that you never sacrifice honesty for growth. Okay, obviously we want to grow and most businesses do, but not if we have to sacrifice honesty to do that. 
Never, never, never will we do that. If you ever do catch somebody doing that, they no longer work here because they violate our values. So uh, we're very proud of that. But again, without our clients, we would not be in that large company category. And we currently work with over 9,000 beautiful families in, in 48 states, and we manage over $4 billion for them. And uh, we are so grateful and thankful. And uh, so anyway, I'll get off of that. Let's talk about Medicare open enrollment. Um, because the deadline for that is coming up here pretty soon, right? And so if you are in the throes of that, as, as most people are, you know, you kind of wait till the last second and then you start doing it, you're probably starting to look at it now, even though you've had a whole month, procrastinator, just kidding. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about the five things you need to do with uh, regard to uh, your Medicare enrollment, okay? So first of all, the open enrollment period is going to end this week, this next week. So you really got to be on it right now. Okay, so here are five things. First, review your plan notice. Be sure to read any notices that you've got from your Medicare plan about changes for next year, especially what you want to look for is the annual notice of change letter. Okay, that's, that's the one thing you want to see to see if they've changed what they're doing, because if they did, then maybe it doesn't satisfy you anymore. Number two, think about what matters most to you. Okay, Medicare health and drug plans change each year, and so do you. Your health could change as well. So do you need a new primary care doctor? Does your network include specialists? Uh, does your current plan cover your new medications? Does another plan offer the same value at a lower cost? All those kind of things. What matters to you most? Number three, find out if you qualify for help paying for your Medicare. Okay, there are programs in every state that helps with the cost of Medicare premiums. So see if you're available for that. Uh, also, number four is shop for plans that meet you, uh, your needs and fit your budget. Okay, so you, don't assume that they're all the same. The, the, the benefits in many cases are the same, but the cost is not. And so you have to ask yourself why. So it could cost less, it could cover your drugs or, or uh, your drug costs, or it could let you use providers that you want, like your doctor or pharmacy. And so uh, if you think your cur current coverage meets your needs, then you know what? You don't need to do anything. But uh, number five is make sure that you check your plan star rating before you uh, enroll, okay? You want to you be in a plan that at least has, in our opinion, a five-star uh, rating. And be sure to use the ratings to compare the quality of any health and drug plans you are considering. So that's Medicare enrollment. Now, I want to tell you that we have a uh, virtual seminar right now going on that you can watch if you'd like, or attend rather. Um, and uh, you can go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And uh, we have those uh, at various times uh, for you. So we've tried to put it at a time that is um, that, is, <laughs> that is convenient for you. And uh, so therefore, you can find that at rpoa.com. And we go through uh, a lot of the stuff that I just talked about, but a bunch of other things as well. So if you're 65 years old or older, or, or you're within six months of 65, then Medicare enrollment is an important part of your life right now. And we encourage you to do the best that you can with that. We want to help you. Now, also, if, if uh, while you're there, we also have uh, seminars, uh, virtual ones on retirement planning during the pandemic. So we'll be talking about that as well. We have one on social security planning. Social security is extremely complex in my view and doing it right requires a lot of uh, thought and, and planning and uh, a lot of considerations. We wanna help you with that as well. We have one of those. So we have all kinds of resources available to you on our website. And our website is re it's retirementplannersofamerica.com or for short, rpoa.com. So you can 
can find all of that there. Now, also, if you'd like, uh, you know, one of the things that we'll offer you is that you can visit with one of our retirement planners, and they'll sit down with you virtually at no charge or obligation and help you to build a plan as well. So we have tons of resources available to you. Take advantage, rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about buy, hold myth number three, which is, hey, don't be the fool who sells at the bottom. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And you know, diamonds may be a girl's best friend, but let me tell you something. Good financial planning, I think, is even better than that, because if you do it right, you should be able to buy a few diamonds on your own. And so that's what I like. And we are back. I am Ken Morayf, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America, and we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. And so because of that, uh, we work with people primarily who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that is you, we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. And uh, twice now, Inc. Magazine has uh, put us on their list of the 5,000 fastest growing companies in the United States. And we're very happy that we are growing. We like to do that. Uh, but again, without our beautiful, wonderful, beloved, and most valued clients, we would be nowhere. And we know that. And so we currently work with over 9,000 families in uh, 48 states. We manage over $4 billion for them. And, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an honor, and we're very grateful. Uh, and uh, if you are not a client, then we'd love to see if there's a fit. And our website, again, is rpoa.com. You can find out all about us there. So, you know, one of the things that I think has contributed greatly to our, our growth uh, is that our message in terms of how we manage money resonates with the people that we want to work with. Okay, so again, uh, over 50, retired or retiring soon. And our philosophy of managing money is that growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. And because of that, we've built our uh, entire way of managing money around that. And there are three basic tenets to that. The first is you want to have quality investments. Okay, so there's a, there, you always want to be looking to make sure that the investments you have are of the highest quality. The second thing that you want to do, in our opinion, is you want to be diversified according to the amount of risk that is appropriate for you. And we have an investment principle that says, take only as much risk as is necessary to accomplish your financial goals. So we don't want to take more risk than is necessary. Okay, so that's number two. And then number three is we believe you should have what we call an invest and protect strategy, meaning that uh, growth is important for sure, but protection of principle is even more important in our view, as I said. So therefore, we want to protect what you've built. You've spent 30 years of your life maybe accumulating and building and saving and doing all of that. Now you want to retire. You're going to live on that money for the rest of your life. It's got to do some heavy lifting. And so we believe that protecting that is extremely important. So therefore, we have our invest and protect strategy. And in fact, our strategy told us to sell in November of 2007. Uh, that was almost a year before Lehman fell in the, uh, during the credit crisis and uh, told us to stay out during all of 2008. And so we didn't lose big dollars. The clients who followed our advice were, were sitting on the sidelines during that. So, and, and in fact, this year when the pandemic hit uh, in, in March, our strategy said to sell also the day before the pandemic was announced uh, globally. So we believe in protecting principle and we have a strategy for that. Now that is counter to what many people think, which is that you buy and hold. 
And what buy and hold says is you do the first two things that I said. You have quality investments and you diversify. But then they think that your job is done now. You don't have to sell anything ever. And you just ride it out. My belief system is that that's not right. So one of the reasons why, and we call it myth number three, that you should never sell, according, is you don't want to be the fool who sells at the bottom. Now, the, where this comes from, and it's true, you don't want to be the fool that sells at the bottom. I'm not arguing that. But where this comes from is Ned Davis is a company that researches uh, investment behavior. And what they've found is that there's a, there's a period of when the market is going down, people are losing money and they're getting anxious and they're getting worried and all that. And it eventually comes to a place where they panic and they sell and they capit it's called capitulation, where there's this big, massive sell-off. And all those people, basically, when they did that and they capitulated, they sold at the bottom. And so for those people, I agree, it is better not to sell. It is better to just stay in and ride it out. But we don't believe that. We believe that you should sell before it gets to that point. Okay. In other words, when you see threat to your financial security, and we have metrics that measure that, and when we look at that and we say, okay, our clients are now at risk, now we need to protect them. So I want to give you a quick story and ask you, you know, the thing about don't be the fool who sells at the bottom. So I want to ask you which fool you would like to be, okay? If you had, nobody wants to be a fool, but let's say which fool you want to be. So fool number one says that I'm going to, uh, you know, I have $100 and I'm going to stay in no matter what happens. And we go through 2008 and uh, stays in and is invested in the S&P. It goes down, you know, 50%. His $100 is now $50. And uh, he's sitting there. Now, how much do you think this fool needs to make to get back to even? A lot of people, if you lost 50%, would say, well, you need to make 50% to get back. But actually, that's not true because 50% of the 50 you have left is 25. So now you're sitting at $75. You're still not back to even. So that's fool number one. He doesn't want to miss that rebound. That 50%, man, it grew by 50%, but it only got you back to $75. Now let's look at fool number two. Fool number two sold his money when it was $100. And fool number two is actually the world's worst investor. In fact, he's so incompetent that during the time that the other guy, the other fool was making 50%, he only made 1%. Oh my, he is a bad investor. So they have a meeting and the first, the first fool says, hey, I made 50% now, I caught that rebound. I am just sitting so happy. And he goes, how much did you make fool number two? And he goes, well, I only made 1%. 1%? You're incompetent. You're terrible. You're the world's worst investor. And he says, I know, I know. But then how much money do you have, fool number one? He goes, well, I got 75. Oh, well, I've got $101 because I made 1% on my 100. So ladies and gentlemen, which fool would you rather be? The one that caught the 50% rise but has $75? Or the one that made 1% as a terrible investor and still has his 100 that he started with? In my opinion, I'd rather be the second one. Okay, so that's our philosophy when it comes to our clients and in our investing and all of that. Now, if that resonates with you, then perhaps we might be a fit. And we'd love to see if that would be the case. So currently, we have resources available to you. We have a uh, seminar coming up on uh, retirement planning in the pandemic. 
And uh, we do talk about our Invest and Protect strategy. We have videos and podcasts and articles about our strategy. Um, we also have the ability for you to meet with one of our retirement planners. All of this is available to you, no charge or obligation, on our website. And our website is rpoa.com, which is retirementplannersofamerica.com. And, you know, what we always say is, and it's a core value of ours, we always part friends. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And I think so, too. So if you avail yourself of all of that, hopefully we can help you. But if we can't, that's fine. We'll part friends regardless. So rpoa.com is our website. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And, of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. And we try to have... <laughs> And we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all this boring financial stuff. And uh, this week has been no exception. If you've missed the rest of the uh, first four segments of this show, I can tell you, you've missed a lot. We podcast the show. You can go back and listen to it and other shows. We also segment our podcast. So if you're only interested in one part of it, for example, the social security tips of the week that we do, you can just listen to that one over. You can listen to all those segments. So whatever it is that interests you, you can just listen to that, or you can listen to the whole show even better. Um, and so this is the part of the show where we talk about uh, estate planning. And that means passing on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. Okay. And, uh, oh, wait, I didn't introduce myself to our beloved audience. So I am Ken Murray, the host, and uh, I'm founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. And our goal, not for every client, you know, it's interesting. We, uh, we asked our clients, what is it that you pr would prefer, to leave a big inheritance or make sure that you have enough money to last as long as you do? And the majority said, I want the money to last as long as I do. If there's anything left over, they can have it. If there isn't, then too bad. <laughs> so, so therefore, our deal is we want your money to last as long as you do. But in the event that there is enough left over to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs, then that's what we'd like to see as well. So this segment of the show is, is around that. And this week, I want to talk about what's called a special needs trust. So this is a trust that uh, you would want to create potentially for a uh, beneficiary of yours that is unable to take care of themselves either because of mental uh, incapacity or physical incapacity, okay? So this would be in the event of a, you know, a structured settlement, in the event of an insurance settlement, you know, an accident, something that where they receive money and they're hurt, or it could be just somebody that after your death you want to take, make sure they're taken care of because they won't be able to take care of themselves financially. So all of those are uh, special need trust potentials. And I'm going to tell you about it. But first, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire 
And of course, that is Tony Bennett with rags to riches. And you know, the estate taxes and probate and all that kind of stuff. It's actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags. And we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. And this week, we're going to talk about special needs trust. So these are, these are trusts that are created to protect and manage money for someone that can't do it for themselves, okay? And you can either do that now while you are living, uh, or you can create it as a what's called a testamentary trust, which means that it comes into being after you are gone. So the testamentary version is when you have a child uh, or a grandchild or a family member that uh, you're taking care of, but when you're gone, you wanna be sure that they are taken care of uh, financially after that. So the, the, the big deal about the special needs trust is, first of all, you can have a family member run the trust. So that's a really good thing because it can be a sibling or, or a family member. The other thing is that many times what the, the goal of the special needs trust is to make sure that that person remains eligible for government programs like Social Security Insurance, SSI, etc. And so if, you, if they get an inheritance or if they receive money of some kind, that may make them ineligible for those, uh, those government benefits. So what the government says is we will pay for this list of things unless you have money elsewhere to pay for that. So what the trust says is we will pay for everything except for the list of things the government pays for. <laughs> okay. So therefore the government looks around and says, does anybody pay for this stuff? Nope. That trust doesn't pay for it. We, so therefore we will. So designed properly, what that trust does is it, it enables your beneficiary to continue to receive social government special needs uh, benefits and not become disqualified because of income or because of uh, assets. So it's a very powerful thing. But the other advantage, and I think maybe in the long term, the bigger advantage is that the money then can also be, or the assets can also be managed for that person and protected for them as well. Okay, because if they're not able to manage for themselves, people can take advantage of them and that kind of stuff. So it's really a very uh, a neat thing to do for somebody that you love that you want to take care of. So that's a special needs trust. Now, as we always say, uh, make sure you talk to a professional about all this stuff. Don't do this at home by yourself. And uh, each state has different kinds of rules and all of that. So if you're going to do that, make sure you talk to a professional that understands all that for you. Uh, and uh, while you're at it, you may want to talk to one of our retirement planners because we can help you to, uh, to see the big picture. We're not lawyers, but we can help you to see the big picture and plan it out. We can also help you to do Social Security planning, Medicare planning. We can help you with your retirement uh, cash flow planning, income taxes. So we want to help you with all of that. And our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. Um, we have seminars right now, virtual seminars right now on estate planning. So if you want to watch that, attend it, you can. And uh, you'll learn a bunch of stuff that I think you'll benefit from. Uh, also, we have seminars right now on retirement planning during the pandemic. We have uh, one on social security. We have one on Medicare enrollment. I mean, you go to our website and you can binge watch, baby. You can binge watch good stuff, okay? So, uh, oh, dear. That's too wonderful to be true. I think it isn't, Dorothy, because it is true. Who's, who told her to say that? <laughs> anyway, we have lots of stuff on there for you. If you're, oh, if you're 50 plus, retired, retiring soon, rpoa.com is our website. Well, you know what? This show is over already. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody.
Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Murray or MMWKM Advisors LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.